Hey! Welcome to the B-Team Podcast. My name is Justin, and today I am joined by Josh. Hello. And Brendan. Yo, yo. And today, we are here to discuss not one, not two, but three films. We're here to discuss Shin Ultraman, Shin Godzilla, and Shin Common Rider. I don't know anything Japanese, except that's where Power Rangers came from, and a bunch of this other stuff I used to watch, uh, including Pokemon. Uh, so I'm going to hand it over to Josh, and Josh is going to go into the deep dive of everything, and he's going to host this one. Well, I, I think Brendan's going to host this one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, sure. So yeah, so we're reviewing the Shin films, or at least the three that have been released so far. Technically, there is a fourth one, but it's they retroactively made the final Evangelion movie part of the Shin franchise. Um, but backing up, so what happened, how these films came about was Toho, who is like the, the movie studio in Japan. I, I guess you had to make a U.S. equivalent. They're like, I don't know. Imagine like Universal and Warner Brothers basically rolled into one. Um, all the, Toei? Yeah, well, Toei's animation. Oh, 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 yeah. Toho is like, you know, all the famous like, you know, samurai movies, uh, Akira Kurosawa crime movies, like all, basically those all are under Toho's that's, banner. That's, 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 that's. And because uh, I saw Toei because I saw a company before uh, before Shin Godzilla. Yeah, I, th- I think they did like effects work on Shin Godzilla, something like that. But uh, right, no, no worries. But uh, yeah. So w- what the idea was, you know, in Japan, you know, a lot of us obviously we're all American. We think of oh, when we think superheroes and sci-fi, we think of things like Star Trek, DC, Marvel. But you know, Japan's got their famous properties too: Godzilla, Carmen Rider, Ultraman, and Toho. What happened was. Um, for Godzilla, like the last Godzilla movie that was made like in Japan was Godzilla Final Wars, which came out in like 2004. And then Ultraman had kind of been not really doing much. Same with Shin Kamen Rider, just like kind of straight to video stuff that no one really cared about. And so what they decided to do was uh, Toho went, you know, we're going to just do like a reboot of all of them, but we're actually going to, you know, put a little bit of budget behind it. And they got the person to spearhead all of this is a guy called Hideaki Anno, who is probably most famous to Americans and, well, just anyone really, for being the creator of Neon Genesis Evangelion, which is one of the greatest sci-fi properties ever, in my opinion. And they basically gave him the keys to the kingdom and let him go off. Um, Because... Especially if you've seen Shin, or sorry, Evangelion, these movies are very much made in his uh, his image. And the idea was, and he said this, uh, he had thought all three of these properties, Godzilla, Ultraman, Kamen Rider, had kind of lost their way a bit. Uh, Godzilla, I believe he's on the record saying he doesn't really like the newer American ones. And then Ultraman, Kamen Rider were just... Uh, like uh, I guess even in Japan, people didn't really care about them anymore. And so what he said was, you know, these have gotten too far away from what they were. We need to bring it back to like the, bring it back to the roots, and 
uh, really. Yeah. Well, so my my hot take, and we'll we'll get to it in a little bit, is I said these are the uh, the grim dark versions of those properties. Now it's not like you know Zack Snyder, where it's literally grim and literally dark. It's just definitely a more, I would say, mature approach with darker narrative content. Uh, yes, they've explored some of these themes, especially in the beginning, going back to Godzilla. Um, but, you know, especially with Godzilla, I mean, it got so campy and kid-friendly. There's literally an 80s cartoon. Um, you know, things like Final Wars were part of the 90s, 2000s resurgence where it tried to get a little bit more serious again. But it was still just like, you know, beat him up puppet costume thing. Um, these, I think, tried to go for, you know, like movies for adults, basically. Um, and I don't know if, if you would uh, agree with that or not, Brendan. I mean, them being grimdark, I completely disagree with. And okay, which order do, do we want to go in for reviewing these? Do we want to go like release order, which would be Godzilla, Ultraman, Carmen Rider? Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Um, so first, so, yeah. we, we should do the, you know, how did you hear about this thing? And I'm going to put a little bit of a spin on it. So, Justin, I imagine, I know you've seen the the American ones. Um, have you ever seen the original, original Godzilla? Because I figure out of all of them, you probably saw that and maybe some of the ones that would run constantly on cable when we were kids. Um, like, I don't know what you mean by like original, original, like the, but the original 1956 Gojira, Godzilla, or, yeah. King of the Monsters. Maybe. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's, an, it's I, the I've only seen, Godzilla I've film in black and white. Uh, oh, OK. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes. The second. Um, I don't know. I've seen I've seen at least one of them back then. I don't know if it okay. was the original one, but I remember watching that. And then the only other ones I've seen. Or, um, Probably the '90s and American the, ones, I guess. Yeah, the 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 one with uh, Ferris Bueller, and um, <laughs> oh god, yeah. Uh, and uh, um, I think I did watch one of them that was like more recent. It wasn't. It wasn't King Kong versus Godzilla. Maybe it was the other one. I don't know. I, I think I watched one. Probably of King of the Monsters. Maybe. Or the 20, what was it, 14 one? All right. So what a lot of people don't know about Godzilla, because, you know, they're mostly fans of, like, the really, really campy ones that always played on TV and were more kid-friendly. In all oh, those, no, Godzilla's no. pretty much the good guy. Um, he was the villain in the original. He was the villain in the second one. And then the original third one, which was also King Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, they just said it backwards. And then until 1985, he was always, like, super good guy and like the people would actually call him and depend on him and then in 85 they tried like a hard reboot they did a, a 70s kong and 80s godzilla and it didn't really catch on and then that was pretty much it and then it just went completely back to japan except for that uh god awful thing in the 90s you mentioned um so yeah i didn't think you were overly versed in godzilla and yeah, I, mean, uh, I guess i've we, seen we, like uh i think there was an, an animated Godzilla, yeah, there's, I think when we were kids. Well, a, there was an animated I mean, one based on the 90s one, and then there was an animated okay. 80s cartoon. Actually, yeah, I think I've seen both of those. Okay. Um, and I mean, we, we can, I don't think any of us, except for Brendan, has really seen or heard of Ultraman, you know, maybe in passing. 
As for Common Rider, I see that for me. Okay. Um, but as for Common well, Rider, spreading the uh, backyards of YouTube, uh, going, oh, the thing that Power Rangers is based on is pretty cool. What about this other stuff? Fair enough. Um, so, Brendan, are you, I would imagine nowhere near as much as Justin, uh, are you well-versed in Power Rangers? Because obviously that was the big draw for him in Power regards Rangers, to uh, Common Rider. I don't know Power Rangers, like, at all, besides, like, a basic, basic premise. That's one of those ones that, for whatever reason, just, I never, uh, I couldn't, I know, like, a couple character names, but that's it. Okay, so when when we get the common rider, I will definitely. <laughs> when when we get the common rider, I will definitely tag Justin in because he could give you the the whole rundown on Super Sentai. But as far as what we got in just like you know a couple episodes of Power Rangers was Masked Rider, and mm-hmm. absolutely nothing to do with Common Rider, the actual story yeah. or character at all. And that was and that was actually also a TV show. Um, I think they did it for a season on Fox. Like a season um, and nobody gave it Yeah, nobody watched it. I, I watched it, but nobody else watched it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, Godzilla. Fox Joey. So I watched everything that was on Fox. This is true. Um, all right. So Godzilla. Let's, let's, uh, I guess we'll go around the horn. Everybody's thoughts on this one. Uh, Justin, we'll start with you. All right. Um, on this one, Godzilla. I actually, um, I actually like. Like you first hear about this um, one, this one specifically. Sorry. Oh, 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 oh. How did I feel? Uh, from you guys. Um, I didn't even know that these things existed until you started talking about them, Brendan. And then I was like, oh, he said, uh, I think you were talking about the Ultraman one, and I went, oh shit. I said, um, I'd like to watch that one. And then you said Common Writer, and I said, I think that's like the Japanese version of Mask Writer. And then I looked it up and I went, oh shit. And I saw that one was free on Prime. So that was the first one. Um, Cause you guys were talking about doing the pod. And I was like, well, let me watch this first one. If I like it, maybe I'll watch the other ones. And um, I loved uh, that one, but um, but yeah, for the Shin Godzilla one, cause that's the one we're talking about. Uh, it was basically cause of you guys. Okay. And general thoughts. Oh yeah, my bad. Um, so yeah, I actually um, I liked it. Um, I didn't like it as much um, as I liked one of the other ones. I don't know if we want to go into rankings or anything yet, or saving that till the end. But I did. I did uh, generally like it. Um, I thought it was a little long in places, and I think they went a little too. Um, I don't know. I the the Godzilla they had. Kind of made me laugh a few times because it like kept evolving, and I can't remember if like Godzilla actually evolves like that, like a Pokemon. But um, no, it does no. not. Okay. I did not think so. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember ever like you know somebody you know getting him up to level fifty and you know <laughs> making sure he evolved into Godzilla mod. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I thought the I thought the Godzilla was a little weird. Um, I did like all like the military stuff and I like the fact that for like the first like I don't know, what was it, like the first like twenty minutes, half an hour, I think. Like you didn't even see really Godzilla, you just saw like the outline that somebody took a video of from the water. Yeah. 
and then like everybody was freaking the fuck out and everything like that and then um i like the fact that like um for like half the movie the u.s was like that guy <laughs> okay. yeah, like like we can't we can't let we're the u.s in here as soon as the u.s gets involved we're all fine. yeah <laughs> but okay. um but yeah 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 no i i uh i generally liked it though okay josh how'd you hear about um, your general thoughts so, I mean, obviously, I am a big-time Godzilla fan. Unfortunately, this one, none of these movies really got any major press or, you know, marketing push in the States. I remember just going to the movies and seeing it for, like, a Fathom Events AMC thing. Uh, I did not see it in theaters. I remember you saw it. You told me about it. You were like, oh, you should watch it. And I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. And I was going through all the Godzillas at the time. It was, I think it was right before King of the Monsters or right after. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't watch it then. I, I definitely watched it after the fact. Um, I enjoyed it. I definitely didn't love it. I have major narrative issues with it, especially the ending. Um, in terms of the evil Godzillas, it's probably my third favorite. I, mean, I love, love the original. You know, I bought that Criterion the day it came out. Um, I actually really like the 1985 one. It's probably the most underseen um in terms of this one like most godzilla movies revolve more around the humans than the monsters and sometimes that can be a detriment sometimes it's not this one was more about him but what they were doing with him i didn't find ultimately interesting i did not like the idea that he was basically just this evolving lizard like, Godzilla is either supposed to be the immediate byproduct of, like, you know, the atomic bomb. Uh, I don't know if it's supposed to be the Hiroshima, Nagasaki, or just, like, testing and, like, Bikini Atoll. Um, or, like, the newer American movies, he's this, you know, prehistoric, like, deity, basically. Demigod that uh, protects the hollow earth and, you know, shows up from time to time. I mean, I think that angle is also equally stupid. But I like that better than just kind of like Evolving Lizard. Like, that felt like Monster of the Week Ninja Turtles. Okay. I mean, to be um, fair, this one is... It's not made by Nuclear Bomb, but this one was made by... Uh, he kind of, again, like kind of the update. It's more like uh, Japan f famously had a lot of... Not even from the nuclear bombs, but just a lot of nuclear waste just dumped it into it in, what was it, the 60s? And they say it fed off that. Right. Yeah, this yeah. one's more about like nuclear fission or fusion. I always get the two confused. I think it's fission. Yeah, fission. Uh, yeah, for Shin Godzilla, I remember being. Okay, for those that don't know, Godzilla is easily my favorite movie franchise. I've seen them all, own most of them. Uh, in terms of like with the evil Godzillas, I mean, Millennium Godzilla is by far my favorite. I mean, Millennium Godzilla is like such a such an asshole that just I literally just comes to Japan to beat it up and then just leaves for absolutely no reason every time. Um, and and I had been so hyped to see this because I mean the last Godzilla movie from Japan had been it had been what twelve years since Final Wars, and mm. I remember I saw it in a theater you know because it had like a super limited run I think like in theaters for like a week or two, and I remember I saw it opening night and the way I would put it is like. I was so stunned at like my reaction because isn't it Justin your favorite movies Back to the Future Josh yours is Terminator 
I assume, you know, you think, you know, there's never going to be a new movie that like, like a new movie that replaces it as your favorite movie of all time, most likely, right? That kind of been me with Godzilla, because my favorite had been Final Wars for basically forever. And I mm-hmm. just like, they're never going to top Final Wars. Final Wars, Shin Godzilla is easily my favorite Godzilla movie. And I mean, Josh, you had brought up, I completely disagree on the grimdark accusations i would argue of if we're ranking godzilla movies by like strictly like comedy laughs this is easily like top five funniest godzilla movies that they've ever done um and in terms of the plot i mean it's basically like a kind of just in what you said it's i feel like this one especially they go into like the human reaction to like a giant monster landing in tokyo and like what what happens basically um and yeah i mean when i saw it in a theater it was decently full i mean people were laughing through most of it and yeah i i absolutely love it it's it's my favorite of the shin films definitely i would put this in like my top probably one of the newest movies if not the newest in my like top 100 favorite movies ever because it's wow favorite favorite Godzilla film. I, I rewatch I'm, it like uh it's one of those movies I'll rewatch like two or three times a year. I, I love it. I'm glad that you said that um that this was like you know you you thought they were trying to be funnier with this one because the whole time I'm like am I no, supposed to be totally laughing in, at this? It's totally I'm intentional. Like, yeah. I'm like, I, like the first time the first time you see Godzilla, I mean even the music that's playing is like comedic. When it's like, you know, just like it doesn't have arms yet, it can't stand up and it's just kind of like like, I don't know, slithering on the ground. <laughs> um, you know what's funny, though? Um, when I was watching it, um, the thing I thought was hilarious was, like, um, like so, you know, the whatever, first evolution evolution of uh, mm-hmm. the first form of um, Godzilla. Um, it looked like um, his eyes, right away, I automatically thought of uh, Bumble from, uh, from fucking... Um, Rudolph? Rudolph the Red Nose Rudolph. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he has like these weird like buggy like like wraparound eyes and I'm like, did they use fucking stop motion for this thing? Yeah. Um but yeah, in terms of like what I love about the movie, um I mean, kinda like to what Josh said, I just for me I cannot see how like would you consider the original Godzilla Grim? Uh, I think we lost Brendan. Oh shit! And he's back. Okay, good because I was not dead to try to figure out how to figure no, out. Wait for time. Is he back? Let's see. Oops, sorry. Uh, what there he is. There? Uh, what I was uh, saying, Josh, um, if you consider this Godzilla to be grim dark, do you consider the original to be grim dark? Because I would argue. So let me. I mean, let there's, me clarify, there's, because you're, you're I would say of friend. like the fifty Godzilla sequels. If the question is which one is closest to the original and like trying to do the same thing, I would argue it's this one. Okay. So for clarification, um, and I will admit like this, I'm, I, I know what I'm talking about, but I'm in more of a gray area than with our uh, theme park cinema debate 
what is and isn't. Um, so yes, the original was absolutely grim dark. It was supposed to be. I mean, it you know people actually will call it a horror movie. I'll roll my eyes, but it's absolutely you know fifties sci-fi bordering into especially just narrative themes of horror. Um, what I was trying to explain, and I will say of the three this is the least that I would call grim dark. Yes, they do have, you know, lighthearted humor. They have comedy. Um, when I think of these properties, I think of, you know, the infamous Godzilla flying dropkick. I, and obviously I've seen like all of them, but that's unfortunately the first thing that'll come to mind. Um, you know, with common rider, I, I think of power Rangers with Ultraman. I think of just like bad, you know, 60s, yeah, 70s things I've seen online and VR Troopers. Um, <laughs> so in terms of it not just being like ultra, ultra campy Power Rangers, you know, the monster's here, we're going to smack him with a broom handle, he's going to be an explosion. Like, they're trying to be more mature, they're trying to be definitely more plotty, and that's okay. I just made the grimdark connection because it's it's like you know they knew that those properties and even the, the director himself said it um he, he knew that they had fallen out of favor and they needed to ch- shake them up okay interesting so you would say then like okay interesting. so you would like argue like 54 is grimdark too in a way right absolutely and 85 okay. absolutely okay absolutely. that if, if by that definition then i would agree because i thought you meant like grimdark like compared to the original which that i was like i I would really disagree with that. No, but definitely that, not. That, compared that makes to, sense, yeah. Compared, like, compared to, to the show in the 70s sure. and yeah. the 80s, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. I would agree with that. Um, yeah, but with Shin Godzilla, I mean, no, I agree. The Showa era, which is like, you know, all the, you know, the first era of Godzilla, the, aside from obviously 54, um, the, yeah, those are all campy as hell. But, I mean, honestly, I find this one funnier than most of them. And for me, it's not even, like, the fact that Godzilla's transformations are funny. Um, I would argue this movie is basically a political satire in that I I find the first 30 minutes, Justin, kind of like what you were saying about how it's them reacting to it, so funny in, like, the government's reaction. Um, Because Hideaki Anno, he did that on purpose because it's based off of uh, the 2011 earthquake in Japan. What was it? Uh, is it 511? Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, I know, again, I'm not Japanese, don't know the details, but Japan's government got a ton of flack for just like its mm-hmm. just awful response to it being very slow. And I, I'm always cracking up watching it where like, well, one, he puts everyone's like ridiculous government titles next to their names. It's like director mm-hmm. of blah, 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 blah. And then they'll, everyone who needs to, you know, be in a room to talk will, will be like, okay, we're, we're here. Let's call the vote to start the meeting. They call the vote and then like the editing, I love the editing. It'll cut them to like, now they're in the quote unquote official meeting room to, you know, actually have the meeting. And then it's all this like government, it's like it's making fun of a lot of uh, government red tape, which I just find hilarious. Um, and Ano based it all off the uh, just stuff that was happening with the 2011 earthquake, where it's like Japan's government just being like super like inept. I, I like how the is it the mayor of Tokyo? He's not because I was expecting when I first watched me, oh, he's gonna have some like nefarious plot in the background, but he's oh, uh, they call him the governor, the governor, the governor. Yeah, he's he yeah, ends up being like he's actually here. like a good guy, and yeah. it's not even that he's like inept, he's just like clearly like he wants to do well by the people, but he's just so clearly like in over his head and like, just, just cannot handle this situation. 
he was he was the guy that like kept looking at the other guy being like you know when we get out of this you're going to be you know a better politician than i am and he's like was that was that the guy that was the governor of of uh, tokyo well i know rando who's the was he the deputy chief secretary who uh, he's um, i mean he's more or less the main character um yeah 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 so he he wasn't the governor of tokyo right yeah, because it was a but, little difficult to follow everybody's like titles. Oh yeah, so they I are throwing the titles like, at you as yeah, the movie yeah. goes along, especially I at know. the start. But I love how, like whenever like they see it, like they issue a military order, you see like just how long it takes for it to actually reach the military because it has to go through this person and then this person and then this person, mm-hmm. etc. Um, and then I love yeah. the fact that they like were like, oh, the uh, the minister of agriculture is now the prime minister, and it just kind of yes. reminds <laughs> me of like. Um, like uh, you know, uh, by uh, lone survivor or whatever. Uh, oh, designated survivor. Designated survivor. That's what it's mm-hmm. called. Um, it just reminded me of that here, and like um, and like the show that they made based off of it, because like Keeper Sutherland is like the interior secretary to the secretary or some shit. Yeah. And yep. um, and then he ends up becoming president, <laughs> and it's like. And it's like, oh shit! Like you know, yeah, this it, actually happened. It, it, like, yeah, it, it weirdly also, reminded um, me. I did, of... I did look up that earthquake. Um, it was uh, March eleventh of March eleventh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was called the Great East Japan Earthquake in Japan. Yeah, and I know, like the Japanese government's uh, like response to it has always been like super like criticized by the mm-hmm. people for being just like, yeah. Um, but I love how they bring in the angle of the uh, the chick who's uh, he's half American, half Japanese, and she's always mm-hmm. like, "Well, one day I'll be the president. You know, you'll be my, uh, you know, uh, up at uh, MP in Japan." And uh, I like how Ano uh, with Godzilla, all the sounds Godzilla makes are literally just the uh, the sounds of the '54 Godzilla. Um, mm-hmm. he, even and, even the music, like yeah. um. Like, like it was like, dun, dun, yeah, they use dun, a lot of the original music, and uh, yeah. I love it because uh, the guy who does the music, Hiro Sagisu, I think how it is, he did the music for Neon Genesis Evangelion, and he straight up just uses tracks from that in this, which I, I did find funny. And I would say this is probably my favorite scene ever in a Godzilla movie when Godzilla destroys Tokyo with his atomic breath. That scene is like visually one of my like. He, by far my favorite scene in any Godzilla movie ever, where the prime minister and everyone dies. Um, yeah. Yeah, that whole yeah. sequence, like, I loved it. Mostly because, like, it just harkens and, back to, like, the uh, 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 Sato or whatever, like, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like, you know, where, like, the monsters are just, like, wrecking buildings and shit. Like, in Power Rangers and Super Sentai and all that stuff. And, like, you know, everything looks fake in that stuff just because of how old it is. But like in this one, it's almost like they were able to like upgrade like that type of like thing. And it was almost like I couldn't tell if it was like CGI or if it was like or if it was literally like them with like a guy in a suit and they were just knocking the shit out of buildings. Because like that's how good it was. Like, uh, like, I don't know if he meant to try to duplicate that, but it was really good. I I really like that scene where like Godzilla's just wrecking shit. Yeah, and like the the crazy like uh like beams coming out of his back is uh, yeah I love that scene. I know for this this was the first Godzilla movie in Japan at least where it, Godzilla was made via like CGI green screen. They did make a suit, 
and they did actually film some scenes with it, but they thought the CGI looked better. So they, uh, yeah. And I just love like how I think this is the best human plot in the Godzilla in terms of, like the humans are actually being like smart in that they act like they actually do figure out a way to stop Godzilla in the end. Yeah. Um, and I would say, what else? Yeah, I just I love the ticking time bomb element of like Japan. Um, and also Ano like he said like he wanted like this movie to like like inspire Japanese people because like you know the whole thing is like oh, Japan's gonna like get nuked again, but like this time they say no and like we're able to you know pull together to stop Godzilla. So you know the uh, the bomb doesn't drop on them. And yeah, I just love it. Uh, great movie. Shame they didn't get a sequel, and it's totally America's fault on that one. <laughs> Why? Because it didn't uh, make any money? No, this movie, $15 million budget, $80 million box office take. Oh, but uh, oh, or Legendary, you know, who's got the rights in America the, you know, to make yeah. the, their versions, uh, I guess they were somehow able to overrule them making a sequel. Yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, and the final but, thing um, I would say is just uh, Hideaki Anno is just uh, one of my favorite like science fiction writers in general, probably ever. And he just nails like what, like, yeah, I feel like when a lot, especially these days, when people say, oh, we're going to like respect the original, I, I kind of roll my eyes. But I would say this is one of those times where like he pretty much managed to do it perfectly, uh, more or less in terms of like, like getting to the core of like what Godzilla is. Like this is like a, you know, I, I agree with Josh. Like people calling the original '54 movie like a horror movie, eh, kind of an eye roll. Like he's definitely going for that like same kind of vibe, especially when Godzilla like destroys the city. It's not like a campy moment at all. It's a very like whoa. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely uh, top three Tokyo destruction scenes. Uh, and yeah, that would be my take on Shin Godzilla. Well, let's uh, yeah, then, let me let me go into were... why I uh, I have issue with it because, like I said, I'm I'm not a fan of the Godzilla is basically just like a regular lizard that's evolving, and uh, the way that they stop him, like usually they'll either blow him up or bury him or he'll just go away. In this one, they freeze him, which they've done once before, and I I just. I don't like it when they freeze the villain in movies. I don't know why. It just doesn't work for me, especially with Godzilla, who is supposed to be an atomic monster that's, like, always getting hotter and hotter. Like, Godzilla, like, traditional Godzilla is like the Hulk with heat. So the hotter he gets, like, the stronger and more powerful he gets. And the idea of being able to freeze him is stupid. Uh, And they do it by crashing trains into him and basically, like, pumping his mouth full of, I guess, liquid nitrogen. Yes, more or less, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if you don't like freezing, I can see why that would be a problem. <laughs> um, I can't say I didn't mind it. I like how they, uh, I like how that he's just frozen in the middle of a Tokyo at the end. Yeah. Like, yeah, because usually, usually it's like, oh, he's frozen in the Arctic, it's 50 miles below. And they talk about how, like, oh, it's it's like almost ticking time bomb we have, because they say, you know, uh, was it the doomsday clock in America will resume if he starts moving again? You're kind of left with this like ambiguity almost of, ooh, like, what's gonna happen here? Mm. And uh, I mean, I think you say you didn't like the ending shot. I I really liked it with like the weird mutations. It looks like coming out of his tail. 
Yeah, no, I did not. Because I, I know, I believe that's saying who directed the original. Uh, Honda wanted to do. I think that's where Ano got from. He had originally envisioned like if they did a Godzilla sequel, it was going to be like there was going to be multiple. If I remember correctly, that's kind of what he wanted to do. So Ano was just like, "Oh, well, I'll do it then." <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, big fan. It just yeah, I, I looked it up. Uh, I looked up the stuff on um, about the disputes and stuff like that. Let me just do the junk package well. Um so, so Wikipedia it says um in 2017 Arguchi attended June Fest and said that um and um said that uh Toho could not make another Godzilla film until after twenty twenty. Uh, this was due to Toho's contract with Legendary Entertainment. Uh, let me know if I disappear. Sometimes when I jump in between, uh, I cut out. Um, which restricts Toho from releasing a live-action Godzilla film in the same year as Legendary's Godzilla films. Legendary re- released Godzilla King of the Monsters in 19, originally intended to be released in 18, and Godzilla vs. Kong in 21. Originally intended to be released in 2020. At the time, Haguchi noted that Legendary's contract was effective until 2020. In May 2018, Toho announced that it would not make a sequel to Shin Godzilla, but it would instead establish a shared universe model similar to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Despite not producing a direct single sequel, Toho released a trilogy of the animated movies, which I had seen um, in the list. Um, and then there is another live action film, Godzilla Minus One, slated for this year. Yes, very but, excited know, to see that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's like coming out or if it did come out, or I really haven't seen anything. But the it's still, came out uh, last month. Oh, okay. And, um, so, uh, Hideki Nano, um, said that he had a planned created sequel. Well, that he said, I wrote a proposal during the filming of Shin Godzilla. February 3rd, 16, um, labeled Sequel Shin Godzilla Memo. Uh, the primary working title for the project was Shin Godzilla's Counterattack, and with the assumption that Mr. Hajuki uh, would direct, and it was meant to be something like a Toho Champion Festival Kaju Showdown. Since it was concocted to be released in 18, the shortest time principle for a domestic media Godzilla film would be released. It was a rough draft for the people who wouldn't like Shin Godzilla, an idea that wouldn't cost too much or take too long to create. I believe that it would be a bad idea to let it go to waste, so I gave the proposal draft and visuals as a gift to Mr. Hajuki and Toho, but since it was premature or whatever, among other reasons, after the film's release, the discussion ended. While I did feel it was a waste, it's not something I could help since Toho decided decides what gets me. So that seems to be the future of it. All right. Um. So yeah, on to the next one. Ultraman. 
I'm going to imagine that this will probably be the shortest one. Uh, Justin? Yes? Your your thoughts on Shin Ultraman? Oh, oh yeah, sorry. I thought we were doing the spot stuff first. Um, yeah, so my thoughts on Shin Ultraman. Um, I was kind of disappointed. Uh, this was the one I was looking forward to the most. Um, this is the one that when you guys were talking about them, I went, oh, shit. I said, that one might be good. Um, and it wasn't. Um, I mean, it was all right. But um, I was definitely disappointed. I definitely thought it would be a little more cohesive after watching Common Rider, because that was the first one I watched. Um, I was like, oh, this one's great. This one must be also great. Um, and it was. And like I said, kind of disappointed. Um, but I did kind of give it like a, like a two and a half out of five, just because I did like some of the stuff in it. Um, but Brendan will probably explain. Um, you know, it kind of seemed a little uh, uh, disjointed, but it seems like according to Brendan, when we were talking about it, it was like based on like four different episodes of like Ultraman. And I'm like, well, that makes sense because they kind of jumped from thing to thing to thing to thing and it's kind of disjointed. But Well, yeah, with this one, I agree, Justin, it's my least favorite. Um, I think, it, and I gave it a, like, you know, Shin Godzilla's like saying I gave a five out of five. This is like a three out of five. First off, I think it definitely hurts that Hideaki Anno, this is the only one he did not direct, and I feel like it's kind of noticeable, because the directing's like not as good, I'd, I'd say. Um, and I was reading what he was like saying. He says, well, Shin Ultraman, like the original, because again, with all these, he wanted to go back to like what they originally were. He And he was saying, yeah, with Shin Ultraman, it's in the original show, at least, there's pretty much no connective tissue it's like you could watch the you know the original show in pretty much any order and you're fine and that's what you want to do just a like a vignette of like you know a couple you know the origin story and then a couple adventures he goes on and that's the movie um which you know it's one of those like some of the stories i liked some others were like eh, you know it was fine i and i don't see like you were reading this in the article like I don't see how these universes are possibly connected, considering, like, one, where's Frozen Godzilla, and two, like, a bunch of actors from Shin Godzilla are in this, but, like, different people. <laughs> yeah. Same with Carmen Ryder. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely not uh, a shared universe. Yeah, I don't know. That That's just what the thing was saying. Um, maybe they eventually wanted to make it a shared universe, but like maybe with like like other monsters, maybe not like Ultraman and stuff, but maybe like Godzilla and like somebody else. I don't know. Yeah, I, I liked all the stuff with the uh, what's it called, like the SSP, like the uh, like the like the I don't know CIA Japanese organization yeah. that's like a like continent throughout the film. I, I thought that was fun. Um, but yeah, I mean. And honestly, Ultraman was the one, like, I, I mean, I heard of it, but didn't really know anything about it compared to the other two. And I mean, I went and watched a bunch of the like, original episodes, and I was like, I mean, yeah, this movie is pretty much that, but live at, or, but, you know, with a movie budget. 
And my take is that if you really like that, you'll if you like the original show, you'll love this movie. But I didn't really like the original show either, so it was okay, I thought. I mean, the uh, Ultraman plot is basically, uh, I guess, Iron Giant means Superman. More or less, yeah. <laughs> and uh, when he when he comes to Earth, he accidentally kills the guy whose identity he. Oh, that's what I said. I said it was it was uh, Iron Giant means Martian Manhunter. Yeah, I mean, I always thought of Ultraman as like. Um, you know, like in Power Rangers when Rita makes Tommy like super big when he's under her control. I yeah, that's how I always like thought of Ultraman because it's always like a guy that like becomes like super big. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, he's an alien. There's a whole alien thing, and you know, is he our friend? Is he our foe? What's going to happen? And um, you know, for for something that I called grim dark, this is the one that you know definitely not. Um, you know, they they could have easily left it off on like a darker ending, and he kind of takes on the mantle of the guy he killed, and instead he just kind of like pulls a poochie and is like, "I have to go back to my planet now. I'm going to bring him back to life." We're we're losing you, Brendan. Yeah, it might be a mic or something. But yeah, I mean, with the original show, I got seen episodes here and there of the original show, so I wasn't like the hugest fan of it. But um, but yeah, I mean, um, I don't know about because I know I think Brendan said that that does happen in the show. Can't really hear him right now, but um. But um, in the original show, like maybe that happens where he comes back to life. But yeah, I thought that was kind of lame too. Yeah, no, that that, that happens. But I mean, like if you're doing a cinematic reboot, you, you can basically do whatever you want. I think that's Brendan's mic. Yeah, all it is is like a big bunch of like static. Yeah, no, he's, uh, he, I think he's gone. Um, I'll I'll message him in time to jump out. Okay. I think he can hear us. I'm not sure, but um anyway. Yeah. Um so what were what was your like big takeaway with Ultraman? One and done, or you would want to go back and watch more of it? Um I mean if it was I mean I like the idea of the character. So if they made it a little more structured and maybe had the other guy direct it, um, then maybe I would give it a chance. Um, mm -hmm. But honestly, it, it's not like a priority if that if that one had a sequel. Like I really wouldn't like be jumping to watch it. Um, but yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. And then as far as Godzilla, would you go back and watch some of the other ones? I, mean, I definitely recommend the original, original. Um, yeah, I'm I might. I'm sure it's um, in public domain by now. It's probably on YouTube right now. Um, yeah, I would, I would probably go back and, and watch some of those. Um, uh, but um, I don't know. I mean, I've never been like a huge Godzilla fan. 
Um, although uh, something I did mention in the chat, I did I did read the uh, Power Rangers and Godzilla crossover comic. Um, so I always thought it would be cool, um, which I think they did that with Mecha Godzilla, where mm -hmm. like like a robot, like like robot goes against like Godzilla, and it's like dragon versus dragon or whatever. Like yeah. in the comic, they have like the Dragon Zord go up against Godzilla, and I thought that was really neat. Um, and so I don't know, maybe if they did something like that, I would come back to um, this version of Godzilla. Um, I really wasn't a fan of like the Americanized ones that Legendary put out. Um, so hopefully they cancel whatever their contract is, and then maybe maybe I will watch um, this other Godzilla whenever it comes to like streaming and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um but it is a little difficult trying to uh we can kind of hear you a little bit um and um uh but yeah i think i think it's a little difficult um getting some of this stuff to stream because i know brendan was talking about um like this movie slam dunk which is like mm. an anime type of thing um but it's like nowhere near me and i think the only places that it's playing is like on the west coast and I think there's like one place like up in East Topeka, Mass, and they're only playing it for like two days. And it's like, I don't know, 50 miles away. And it's like, eh, I don't want to travel that far away to go see it. Yeah. I'm surprised at that. Over here, it's playing at like all the normal theaters. I didn't even know it came out yet. Yeah, I guess it came out like uh, the end of July, something like that. Yeah. So check and it like, out. Over here, it's it, like, it, not only is it like released in every theater, but it's like like it's still playing. Like there's showings like you know, like five a day at basically every theater here. So I'm surprised. Oh, well, I, yeah, I, I know it's anywhere, making a shit ton of money. It's not anywhere near here, and I mean we have like the little local indie theater. You'd think that would have it. They don't have it either. Yeah, yeah. Justin, I would. Yeah, when Slam Dunk comes out on digital, I think you'll like it, Josh. I could see you going either way. But uh, what I was saying before by mic, like I don't know, acting weird. Uh, one thing I did love about Shin Ultraman was that how rigid all of his movements were. Like when he does like the crossing the arms thing, I always laughed at that. That was that was just awesome. I love that mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, would I watch more? I mean, I mean, I guess. I mean, they're basically just one off. Ano with this one when he wrote it, he's really just writing like twenty minute episodes of the show, just mm -hmm. with a big budget. So, yeah. I mean, I guess you know some some I liked, some I didn't. So I mean, would I watch a sequel? I, I agree with Justin. If they all got a sequel, this is the one I'd like be the least interested in personally. Um, but you but, know what I thought was kind of weird in that movie too was like, um, first of all, how like how like close that lady came, like who just joined the team in like the beginning of the movie. All of a sudden, she's like, "He's my buddy." we're partners and oh, yeah. <laughs> we need to be together and i'm like this lady is like super weird like why is she like clinging to this team and she's supposed to be some super spy from like some other agency and then um and then like 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 it took them so long to figure out that he was ultraman because it's like he just kind of disappears whenever ultraman appears it's like you know it's kind of like whenever like people see like Clark Kent like run out and then all of a sudden Superman's there. It's like hmm, you know maybe they kind of look alike. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you know I don't know. I guess it's like one of those things that you're supposed to like suspend belief or whatever. But it's like I don't know. I feel like I feel like if you literally just like see him disappear and then you saw like 
you saw like a video of a guy turning into Ultraman. Like it should have dawned on you at that moment that it was your buddy that like took off. Yeah. I agree. All right. Well, let's, uh, we saved the best for last. Let's, uh, do some common rider. Yeah. I feel like, and he's I mean, no, and he's outside no of us, most writer. <laughs> yeah. I feel like most people tend to have this one or Godzilla as their favorite. Yeah. I could see that. I don't think anybody was going to have Ultraman. <laughs> yeah. And also, <laughs> one final thing about Ultraman. I feel like the cinematography in it honestly wasn't like wasn't bad, but it I feel like it pales compared to these two. I just feel like until Justin said that it was all the same director, I didn't know that. Um, I just felt like he phoned this one in, or you know, it was it, no. Well, he he, he didn't direct Ultraman. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> and, oh, he did. Oh, I no, thought he, he did didn't. not. He he did not. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. he was yeah. least involved with. Yeah. So yeah, felt it. <laughs> But yeah, Shin Carmen Rider. I I was stunned at how much I liked this movie. When in aside from like the One Punch Man connection, I had I had seen a couple episodes of this show. After this movie, I went back and watched the show. And definitely would say this franchise has gone up in the franchise rankings. I thought this movie was just so much fun from start to finish. Um this is what I want superhero movies to be like. Um, I, again, Josh, I would definitely disagree with the grim dark for this one. I feel like it's got blood, which the cartoon, which the original show doesn't, but other than that, I feel like it's almost a one for one with like how it lines up with the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think it's just more mature. I, I, yeah. I see like, dim, like dimming, like when you say grim and dark, I think like, like how America does grim and dark. But, like, I just see this as, like, a more mature, like, it's somebody who takes the series seriously. Okay, so I found found a way to explain what I mean. If you look at American superhero movies of the late, late 90s, early 2000s, so you're talking the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, like, that's what I was expecting these movies to be, just over-the-top campy, non-serious, no real stakes. You know, if somebody dies, it's played off as just a joke. Um... Instead, you get, I mean, I don't want to say the MCU, but like MCU phase one, like like the original Thor. I would say that that is what I'm saying is like a mature enough to be like a grim dark thing, you know, where it's not just a forced joke every 30 seconds and everything is status quo at the end. Well, if yeah. we're comparing this one to MCU, I would honestly say this one was Iron Man 1. Yeah, exactly. Because like, cause like, I think Iron Man 1, Obviously, it does have CGI in it because of, like, his suit and the flying and stuff like that and the battles. But a lot of it is, like, practical stuff and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, him in a cave and him in the desert and then him with the other stuff. And this one is very practical, at least to me. Like, it seems like like maybe, like, in that big battle at the end when the two of them on their bikes, like, in the tunnel or whatever, like, that part is, like, obviously CG. But um, the rest of it is, like super like practical it seemed like and i was super into it i love the fact that it was practical and they like wore the suit and you know everything like that i thought that was like super cool yeah no i'm with you i mean so like i didn't know 
anything about Common Rider. You know, just that Mass Rider showed up in Power Rangers, and Mass Rider in Power Rangers is basically just a really bad like Lone Ranger ripoff. They don't mm. explain anything. You know, like the suit, the powers, anything. Um, I mean, they do, but it's their own like internal explanation. It's nothing like you know what the actual thing is. Um, so basically, for anyone who doesn't know, it is a superhero movie. Um, but it's basically like if they made RoboCop out of a cricket. <laughs> and it's kind of like a firestorm thing because there's technically two consciousnesses in his helmet. Yes. So it's kind of like Dr. Fate a little bit. Uh, uh, sure, I guess to a point. And uh, this one, I, I feel like... I is... thought of it. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Fate the White Ray. Okay, I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> in terms of plot, I'd say this is like a halfway between Ultraman and Godzilla, where it is like kind of like he goes from scenario to scenario, but unlike Ultraman, there's definitely a through line here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I loved the action scenes in this movie. I thought they were so visually creative. It shows you don't need, you know, a $200 million budget, you know, like these, uh, these American superhero movies to... Like when he's fighting a uh, oh crap, what's his name? The the guy where they're just basically flying around the power plant. I I I've been rewatching that scene on YouTube a bunch. I think it's just so oh, innovative and creative. Time. Yeah. 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 Um. Oh shit. Um. It was. Yeah. What bug was it? Was it the spider? Spider. Uh, yeah, the spider. Yeah, spider. Okay. Or when he's fighting the the female villain, I just love like the visuals mm-hmm. of all that. Um. This one, I would say, in terms of, like the camp. I would say this one's probably the most campy out of all three. Yeah, definitely this one mm-hmm. or Ultraman, I'd say. Um, I, I find yeah, the two government... It's definitely got uh, shades of, uh, of Super Sentai, not to interrupt you, but it definitely got yeah, shades yeah. of like modern Super Sentai in it. Yeah, like, I love the running bit where the two government agents just show up like every 20 minutes, <laughs> just kind of standing <laughs> there like, hey, what's up? <laughs> um, Watching you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're in the age of AI. A great AI storyline uh, subplot going on. Um, and yeah, I would recommend. I feel like you would both, Josh, you especially, since this thing, the original show is like peak, and I mean peak, like seventies, like sci-fi. Just everything you can. Th- when you think of seventies sci-fi, basically all, all of that is in Carmen Rider, um, the original mm-hmm. show. It's it's so fun. Um, I love I love Justin kind of like what you were saying the suit uh, i just love looking at it. it's so visually like interesting to me mm-hmm. um and this one uh reading like ano's like interviews about it, he this one he's been working on the longest actually he had proposed this one even before the shin the idea of shin movies were a thing to them back in i think it was like 2010 or something he'd been working on this one for yeah he'd been cooking for a while with this mm-hmm. one yeah it definitely shows i feel like Honestly, while I like Godzilla more, I think you could make a case in terms of, like, which one he directed better. I think you could make a case this one's directed better, honestly. Um, Mm. Grant, he's mostly... I think Godzilla was the first time he directed live-action stuff to learn from that. But I mean, if you you told me that this was the one that he was most, like, involved in, I would 100% believe you. Because this one seemed, like, not only was it, like, well done, but it was also somebody who clearly liked 
Like this was yeah. somebody who clearly put like effort into this. Yeah, like and you can like, you okay, can tell like you're a fan of whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like re- watching the original Carmen writer show. I mean, he pretty much, it's like, kind of like with the other show. I mean, he basically, like, you know, with Shin Godzilla, he's like, okay, 54 Godzilla, let's just do that. But, like, you know, <laughs> 16. Shin Ultraman, he's like, okay, let's take this 60s TV show and make five episodes of it with a budget. Carmen Wright, he's like, okay, let's take the first arc of this show and, like, redo it with a budget, essentially, and add, you know, blood. Um, so, yeah, Ano is one of those guys where, you know, I feel like a lot of times when creators are like, oh, we're going to go back to the roots of sign and, you know, uh, try to honor it. And then, you know, really they hate it and end up destroying it. He He's like the inverse of that, where they actually like do the things they're going to say they're going to do. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. The, probably like recent years, one of my favorite superhero movies easily. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I, I thought I, it was uh, really good. I mean, it's in my top five for the year. Yeah, I would say also this this one has like a oh, high rewatchability factor. Like this is a movie I'll definitely oh, yeah. like buy on Blu-ray and like it's all I feel like this is a great like, you know, you got friends over at like I don't know, midnight, like you guys gotta check out this Finn Carmen Rice, this cool Japanese superhero movie, let's watch it type thing. Um because it, it is pretty I mean it's about I think it's two hours long about. But yeah, it's it, two it, hours, it but I mean, it covers fast. a lot of ground. Yeah. Um, what it reminded me of, and I don't think you actually ended up watching this one with Dragon Ball, the original series, they did what they called, I think it was a 10 or 20 year anniversary movie. They called path to power. And it basically just reimagines the entire first arc up to when they called the dragon, but it's different characters, different events, some from other movies, some we saw, and then just redoing certain things. Uh, it's definitely a little bit more mature, a little bit more streamlined, but you get like the same you know, introduction, exposure to all the characters, uh, and then they kind of do their own story, and that's exactly what this felt like. Um, I did not go back and watch the original show, but I enjoyed the movie so much that I looked to see if there was anything from the 90s, and there was, and I was able to find that movie on YouTube, and... It was good, but this was better. Yeah, I've seen now three of the movies, and I would say this is the best one easily. I've never watched any of the Common Writer movies, but I am familiar with the show because um, I've gone back and watched that before. Um, and like my, you know, when I went back and tried to find like Super Sentai stuff, which is on, um, it was on one of the things. I think it was on like Crunchyroll or something. But now there's like a uh, 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 Tohatsu, uh, channel on like, I think it, I want to say it's on Pluto TV. Um, and they have like old, uh, you know, Japanese, you know, superhero stuff. Um, that's what, uh, Tohatsu means is like superhero in Japanese or whatever. Um, yeah. and, um, they have a bunch of those shows on there. And so every once in a while when I'm bored or something, I just throw it in there and I'll just watch whatever's coming in. Like sometimes they have Ultraman, like they have the old Ultraman stuff. Um, they might even have like a separate Ultraman channel. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I've, I've seen like a few, few episodes of like the common writer stuff. I don't know exactly where it fits in. It might be a common writer black, which I think is like the common one that everybody likes. Um, but um, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, the show is good. Um, the movie's good. Um, 
I don't trust Americans to 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 remake this show. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck uh, Saban was thinking, but yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll I'll just add off that. Was it Toku Shoutsu? Uh, they have a YouTube channel, and they've posted like. I mean, a bunch of the original episodes. Like, you can watch, like, for example, the OG. Like, it was on uh, Shout TV. That's what it was. It yeah, like, it's, it's Shout TV. TV. They, they've got they've got a yeah. YouTube channel, and that's where I watched a lot of it. Um, they've yeah. just got them posted up there for free. The full full Part, show in HD. Crunchyroll is the uh, Crunchyroll is the animated stuff. Yeah, yeah, Crunchyroll. You can yeah, just yeah, watch yeah. the yeah, anime, like anime. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I am uh, I am ready for Shin Voltron any day of the week. Yeah. And like I said, I'm ready for Shin. I'm ready for Shin Super Sentai whenever they want to do it. So, as someone who hasn't ever actually watched Super Sentai, um, have you? Is it like anything at all like Power Rangers, or you just uh, like? So I haven't I haven't watched like a complete season of it altogether. Um, but I have watched episodes of the one that's based on Mighty Morphin, the first mm-hmm. season. Um, like I watched what originally I guess would have been like their Green with Evil thing. Um, and um, it's like like all of the fight scenes, all that stuff obviously came from that. So all right. of that stuff is the same. Um, but the story is like completely different. Like like Rita is Bandora. She's a witch, um, right. which is which is kind of same. But like, I mean, Rita's definitely um, a witch, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, like, like when she takes over Tommy, like, the guy who is, like, the Green Ranger in there, um, he's, like, I think, like, resurrected, or he was, like, the Red Ranger's, like, dead brother that he... That yeah, she, like, I remember hearing that. Yeah. Or something. And and their whole thing, that, that whole story is, like, really interesting. Um, you know, All with right, the so two of them. Follow, and that's why, like, the fight similar plot points. Yeah, but but um, spoiler alert, I guess um, the Red Ranger like kills the Green Ranger, like like that. That's how like that's how like that's like thing dies. So that's mm. why Tommy had to like disappear for a while until they could bring him back as the White Ranger because um, that, that Green Ranger like dies basically. Yeah. Um, like right as soon as he like becomes good or whatever, um, and like joins up with them. Um, he like basically dies, like I think like an episode or two later and stuff because he's like suffering from some disease, and I think that's what the candle stuff is. Um, that makes like, sense because yeah, that's kind of what the yeah. candle was like. All right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So my understanding was it was more like Voltron. With Voltron, obviously, it's a cartoon. Um, <laughs> you know, they they heavily heavily edited it for America because the original cartoon is just you know X rated and, oh. and super violent, and everybody dies, and you know. Um, with Power Rangers, I always thought it was they had the footage of like the fight scenes, but the mm-hmm. episodes themselves they just kind of made up their own plot for America. And well, yeah, they did. They that's, just kind of loosely put it in. No, yeah, but that's I, what they I, did with- from what you're saying, though, it sounds like there's way more of the Super Sentai plot elements. Like I thought yeah, they just yeah, yeah, had yeah. like you know stock footage fight scenes, and then they would make an episode because I remember like the purse monster. They were like, oh, they had yeah. footage of a purse, and they're like, yeah, we just needed to make a uh, a plot line about what was it, Trainee's purse or Kimberly's purse? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he had the lipstick and stuff like that. Yeah, but um, no. So what happens is, um, so obviously Zordon and Alpha Five, that's not a thing in Super right. Sentai. Um, but um, so uh, 
everything about like 10,000 years and shit like that, that's kind of the same. Um, mm-hmm. Astronauts go on to the moon and unleash Pandora. Um, and so she's riding around on her flying uh, bicycle for a, a while. And then, um, so then these um, fighters like find like this ancient tomb where like these dinosaur like pendant things were. Um, mm-hmm. And those are essentially like the power, I think they call them power gems. I don't think they call them the power coins. Um, or something like that and um it's been a while since i watched like the actual super sentai stuff but um but then like yeah so basically it's like a loose group of people who kind of know each other also the yellow ranger is a guy in uh yeah no i knew that um yeah that's why that's why trinity doesn't have that's why only the pink one yeah has a skirt yeah Yeah. (laughs) but um but yeah, no, it's it's um it's definitely interesting though. I I would definitely suggest like especially you. I mean, I think honestly, I think Brendan, you would like Super Sentai. Um, maybe not Power Rangers per se, but I think you would enjoy Super Sentai if you like a lot of this um a lot of this Japanese stuff. Yeah, well, um, I know uh, the guy who created Super Sentai is like the same guy who created Carmen Rider. What I can't yep. remember, his, I'm blanking on his name, but yeah, Carmen uh, Rider, um, Ultraman, I think too. Um, oh, wow. he had, I think he had something to do with, um, uh, I think it's like metal sheriff or something, which is what VR troopers and like Beetleborgs are based on. Um, um, yeah, th- he had something to do with that one too. Like there's like one guy over there that was kind of like the brainchild of everything. Um, uh, the Spider-Man seventies Japanese show, um, that was also based on like the super Sentai stuff. Um, actually, oh, yeah, right. um, actually the Spider-Man show gave them the idea to add Zords to the Super Sentai stuff because the Spider-Man Mecha uh, uh, Leopardon was uh, like super popular with kids and they mm-hmm. and um, Bandai was able to just like shoot out fucking toys of it um, and so the Super Sentai people were like let's give these guys Zords <laughs> and so that's how every like that's how every like Power Ranger over there basically got a Zord, just because hey, we can sell these toys now. These kids love it. Yep. Yeah, I've always thought uh, when it comes to sci-fi, I do think America's the goat, but I, I I do have Japan as my like second favorite country to see what they cook up in the sci-fi realm. Well, I mean, think about it when you when you go through a traumatic event of two fucking atomic bombs dropping on your country, uh, uh you know. That kind of that kind of makes your imagination go a little crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, hey, I'd always say, you know, after if I had to pick, you know, who's third, I, I'd always go with the French for whatever reason. That country produces some <laughs> weird ass like Star Wars esque seventy sci fi. Yep. <laughs> ah, we oui, we oui, because they eat the baguettes in the morning. But, but yeah, um, <laughs> I, I'll I'll say uh. That minus one, the new Godzilla movie, it really looks like they're going back to like '90s type Godzilla, where he is like, because Shin Godzilla, you know, it's more like almost like you were saying. Okay, I thought you said Godzilla minus one was out and already in theaters. I'm like, I don't see it anywhere. You're talking about Slam Dunk, okay? No, yeah, uh, minus one comes out this December, I believe. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, and with Shin Godzilla, it's not. It's more like a. It's almost like a lost monster that just happens to walk into Japan and it's Mm -hmm. like. But minus one, it looks like it, like malicious Godzilla, like going out of its way to like destroy Tokyo. Type is back, so that that yeah, I, I saw the I saw the description, and I think it seems like it's going back to its basics, where it was like based on like World War Two, and you know, right after the bombs were dropped and stuff. 
And like, mm. that's where like this Godzilla comes from. So um, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Justin, I'd recommend for you the uh, Millennium Era, which is basically the 2000s of Godzilla films. Uh, yeah. They've got arguably the best, I mean, I'd say probably the best or second best Mecha Godzilla film in Godzilla Tokyo SOS. Yeah. Um, which is also one of the best film soundtracks ever, unrelated. I would highly recommend. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if when you were having all your mic problems, if you heard me talking about that Godzilla Power Rangers comic that I had told you about. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I, I definitely but yeah, read that. But yeah, that, that's what I was telling Josh is that I really like, like, because at one point, there's like the Dragon Zord is going against Godzilla on like one to one. And um, that kind of reminded me of like Mecha Godzilla and stuff. And like that kind of stuff. I'm sure that's why they did it. Yeah, but that, yeah. that's what that's what interests me about like Godzilla and stuff is more like that, like how we can create something that like can go against it instead of just like the army to, like just trying to shoot like well, Mecha Godzilla uh, is an alien. the air missiles, huh? Mecha Godzilla is an evil alien. Well, not in the Millennium yeah. films. In Millennium, well, it's, uh, yeah. It's- here you Godzilla, which is by far the best Mecha Godzilla design. That that trilogy, it's actually a uh, technically uh, created by humans. Gets a little like, oh, is this like a sentient being type question? But I did, I did get a little confused in some of the Godzilla Power Ranger comics just because I'm not fully vested in Godzilla. But um, is Planet X like a thing in Godzilla? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's in the comic. Like that's like a lot of that stuff is in the comic. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, that was that was interesting. So maybe I will try to go. I can hear it, jo- Josh. Is Planet X is that for where Mecha Godzilla or Ghidorah comes from? Because I thought Ghidorah. It was Ghidorah. Okay, yeah, Ghidorah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, like a bunch of monsters. Yeah, because yeah, they summon not to not to spoil it for you, but like they summon a bunch of monsters to try to take right. down Godzilla, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. take all of like Earth's like resources and stuff. And then there's like a plot line with Rita, then there's a plot plot line with Power Rangers and stuff like that. So. It's pretty yeah. what, what is it about Power Rangers that, that makes them so good for crossing over in like comics? Like so that, I, I thought Justice League Power Rangers was just a, such a fun read. I, I really liked Yeah, that, that was one. great. That was a lot of fun. Well, because they're like it, that franchise, like, even though like it gets like shit on because of like the colorful suits and stuff, I mean they're a team and there's really not like besides like the Green Ranger, um, but I, I see him as more like Batman and Wolverine where like He's part of the team, but not really part of the team, kind of. Like, especially in Mighty Morphin. Um, I mean, obviously, in the second season and stuff, when he becomes the White Ranger, he becomes the leader. So he is part of the team. But when yeah, a lot he of was, people he was evil Morphin, at the beginning. They, they brought yeah. him in as kind of like a rival to the Red Ranger because he was yeah. doing, like, the whole martial arts thing. And then you find out he's evil and he's, like, possessed. Then he's just kind of, like, in the background as an anti-hero, And then he becomes, like, the new leader. And it was Jason David Frank, so he stayed around for 20 years. Um, But after Mighty Morphin, like, it goes through a bunch of iterations where, like, they just keep losing and and having to get new powers and new places. And then they actually go into space. And, like, the end of In Space ties together everything going back to the original series. And And that was, was I mean, it's it's absolutely a kid show, but, like, that two part episode is still one of my favorite finales ever. Oh, uh, countdown to destruction. countdown to destruction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. That was supposed to be like the end of the franchise, but then they were like, "Oh, yeah. people actually like this. Uh, we're going to continue." And then that's when they started taking more of them. But um, yeah, I mean, the whole show. Like, 
I think because like the five of them are truly a team, like obviously the Red Ranger is the leader, but they're all pretty much equal where like one of them could like step up like when the other one is down. And I think that really makes for like, especially with like the Turtles and with the Justice League and with, you know, because because you can pair like Batman and like Tommy together, but then all the other ones kind of work as a team. So you can easily find somebody to match them up with. Like, I think they matched up like Flash with like Billy and stuff like yep. that, which I thought was interesting. So like um, a lot of their personalities kind of go with a lot of these like groups and stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, they do really, honestly, the one that I really want them to do, which I don't think they've done yet is Voltron and Power Rangers. I really yeah, want no, them that would to cross those cool. two. Yeah. I want them to cross over them. If it's not animated, then at least in comics. Yeah. Have you, I'm curious, Justin, have you seen the newer, the Netflix Voltron show? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ago? I, I did a, yeah, I did a, uh, a review when I was doing my, uh, blog. Um, I did a review on it, I think. Um, but yeah, I was a big. Fan I quite that like show. that show. Yeah, yeah I have yeah, not yeah, yeah. seen that one, so I will check it out. Yeah, I would. I would watch it, Josh. I mean, I don't know if you would. I mean, I think you may like it just because I think you're more of a Voltron guy than a Power Ranger guy. Way more of a Voltron guy, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you may have like slight problems with it. I'm like Voltron adjacent just because it's similar to Power Rangers. So I was always interested in Voltron. Um, but um. But yeah, I mean, you may have problems with some of the stuff because it kind of veers a little bit off of the original series. But I think in in total, and I think has you would the, like uh, it. and has the uh, woke allegations. At part, yeah, a little bit. But, <laughs> in Voltron, yeah, but it's, it's not, yeah, but it's yeah. not too much. It's yeah, it's it's more yeah. I I think it kind of loses steam towards the end, but the early stuff I, I think is really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's because Netflix started doing that stupid thing where like they split up the seasons, and I think yeah. that's what kind of ruined it a little bit. Like it did like four episodes, then there was like another four or five, and I'm like, I like really, this is a cartoon. Like, just put them all out, you know. But um, but yeah, they they started doing that a lot with their animated stuff. Um, but that that was actually when that came out, that made me want them to do an animated Power Rangers series. Because I'm like, if if they can do this to Voltron, then they could definitely do it to fucking Power Rangers, and they could probably make it a lot better than what's going on in like the actual show there. Because I was watching a few of the seasons, um, of the new stuff, and I'm like, man, I'm like, this is like so cheesy now. Like, obviously it was cheesy when we were like kids and stuff, but like, I don't know. I think just because like it's it's like. Maybe it's because of how high def the cameras are now or whatever. Like, everything looks fake in that show. And it's, like, back in the day, like, I don't know. For some reason, it just didn't look fake. And I don't know if it's just because of, like, the way it was shot or whatever. But I don't know. Hmm. Maybe I'm being a Joey about it, but I don't get fucked. No, you know. You got your preference. Yeah. I'm being a, a boomer about my Power Rangers. Uh-huh. But uh yeah, no, this was fun. Um you know, Sorry, yeah, I got knowing knowing now Well, knowing now like about Common Rider, like you know, the Mass Rider episodes of Power Rangers, like he's just barely there, he helps out in a fight, like they had a lot of ancillary mm-hmm. characters like that throughout the years. Um you know, knowing the actual story of the character, like I would have loved to have seen those uh interactions but whatever 
Yeah, I mean, if I if if they do go in like the cinematic universe type of thing, um, I really would like them to do something with like the uh, Tokusatsu uh, stuff, and um, you know, and maybe you know, maybe not have them all be in the same universe because that really wouldn't make sense. But maybe like one or two of the franchises, you know what I mean? Like if they wanted to do like Kamen Rider, uh, Super Sentai, and like Ultraman or something, that would kind of make sense a little bit. Um, yeah. Or, um, or uh, I did watch a couple of episodes of the thing VR Troopers is based on. Um, I mean, they could probably try to bring that back. Um, I mean, VR Trooper, uh, I think they only ran for like one season. I remember it was good, but I was probably like seven or nine. I don't know. Yeah, I used to I used to love that show. I think it was I think it was on for like two seasons. Um, yeah. But the main guy was supposed to be uh, Dave, uh, Jason David Frank. Um, but the kid who played Ryan. Yeah. Um, but and I think he even shot like a little bit of the pilot. And then the Power Rangers people were like, listen, you're coming back uh, for a bunch of episodes and um, yeah. we're making you the White Ranger. <laughs> and he's like, I. He's the after birth of anyone So yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I remember yeah. Beetleborgs was on forever, but VR Troopers mm. was like the better show and it got canceled. Yeah. yeah, I was I was I was a big Beetleborgs person too. That's that's um all like that stuff is taken too. Like yeah, you know, like the suits and everything. Like I think they even you reuse the suits and like in a Power Rangers episode, it might have been like uh, Forever Red. I think. I think they the, used, like, the Beetleborg. Some of the Beetleborg's enemies were the Psycho Rangers. I think. Oh, maybe. Um, but yeah, they. Um, but like that, I think the I think the thing that the Beetleborgs is based on is also in the same universe as Big Out Troopers. But I might be wrong. Like whatever that stuff is based on in Japan, I yeah. think it might be all like similar. Like I don't know if it's like the same stuff. But I think it's like similar. Wouldn't surprise I me. I'll be talking out my ass, but I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Hmm. yeah Space Shira Shider is what uh, it's uh, the broader metal, metal Heroes series franchise over there. There you go. Did we leave? Did we lose Brendan, or did we borrow my? No, I think he's he's just waiting on you. Uh, All right, all right. Yeah, me, me. I'll always listen to Justin. Yeah, shows left for the Power Rangers and whatnot. You know it. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, if that's the last superhero movie I end up seeing this year, I'm okay with it. Oh, what? You're not. You're not. Come on, Marvels, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, we, we got Blue Beetle, the, we got the Marvels, we we got there's something else I don't remember. You know, tonight they got um Ms. Marvel on ABC. Um, so if um, you guys you really quick not watch it, you, it again, you, you hey, if you watch that though, they have a special sneak peek at the Marvels. I I heard they put out an article saying that the Marvels is not like other girls. Well, it's gonna break superhero fatigue by being uh, like super fun and witty shit. and and quirky. <laughs> yeah, because you know those were the complaints. You know what would be great though is that now you go get your 
your Happy Meal toy, and then you play with it in November. Yeah. Well, yes, that was my favorite thing. McDonald's, like, I guess missed the memo that the movie got pushed back, and I went to get, like, a McFlurry a couple weeks ago because it's summer and it's hot and I like McFlurries, and the Happy Meal toys are all from the Marvels, and I was like, doesn't this movie mm-hmm. come out in, like, Thanksgiving? So you got all these kids getting these toys, like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the problem when, like, the Happy Meal toys and stuff, they all are out, like, a year in advance. So when you move shit like that, like, they've already pushed it into production and designs and everything like that, and they're like, well, we're putting them out. Yep. You know, it would have made more sense for them to do with the Barbie ones again, like Barbie and Hot Wheels. Absolutely. They have the Barbie movie. They have the Barbie Absolutely. movie. But then there's also the then there's also the Hot Wheels TV show that was on um, Peacock and NBC. So it would have made sense for them to do that then instead of the Marvels. But I guess because the Marvels was like a Disney thing, they were probably like, well, yeah, we'll put another one. You know. But... Oh well. Yep. All right, I think we're completely uh, done. I know I'm like, I just keep going. Yeah, no, I, I think this was the, a good one. We can wrap up. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Have anybody any other thoughts or want to plug something? Um, well, I think this one is going to be coming out um, after the Star Trek episode we just did today. Um, so I'm not really sure what's going to go on next because. Having a little bit of a scheduling issue with like the Trek stuff, um, mm-hmm. so I'm not exactly sure when the next Trek episode will be. Um, but um, I do know I think John wants to do the town at some point, so maybe we'll put that part out or record it. Um, I know you and Milos want to do Meg or Meg Two, uh, so that one will probably come out. I think he has a couple more episodes of the Park Farscape stuff um, that they've done. Um, in the can until uh, Brent has returned. Well, Milos is going away, so the Meg 2 yeah. is not happening anytime soon. Oh, all right. Yeah, because while well, he's going away over the weekend. Yeah, but I, I don't think he's around anymore, and that was his window. Yeah, because we didn't have him today. We recorded the uh, pod because he had to get all into work or something. Um, so I'm not completely caught up on the trek pods but i know that you know john and uh spencer were mm-hmm. at the con um i yep. mean i don't know if you want to plug that and bring everybody yeah, up to well, what you guys have been covering yeah so um so john uh and spencer um who has been a guest on some of our uh trek pods um went to trek con um over the weekend in vegas um well i guess like last weekend or the weekend before um and um also um there i think they're going to try to bring in um a new person from the con um it's a woman named Trixie, i think her name is um she's in ireland um they're also going to be doing a sub rosa uh retro episode uh so that should be interesting um since my sarcasm because i hate that fucking episode uh, Oh. And uh, that's the one where uh, Beverly Crusher uh, bangs the ghost. Um, oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and so um, I think they're going to do that. 
And then um, we're also going to try to have her and Spencer on for the pod um, for about the TrekCon. Um, so that we can get um, like their perspective on it. Because um, last year we got John's perspective on it because that was like his first time going um, or second time going, whatever it was. Um, and so this time we're going to try to get Spencer's idea, but he's kind of wrapped up until the end of the month. So I'm not exactly sure when the Trek Moon pod uh, will be coming out, uh, but we will have that as like a little special. Uh, but right now we're about to Comic Con. Huh? I said B team goes to Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we're up we're up to episode four right now in the Strange New Worlds recaps. We're a little behind. The season ended uh on Thursday, um, as we're recording this. Uh but yeah, we're a little behind on the recordings because you know, Milos was busy with work, Boris was busy with work, John and I were doing stuff, so we got a little busy with stuff. Um, but uh we are struggling along and we're trying to get them out to you. Um so yeah, that's the that's the Trek stuff. And uh, we did just put out Barbie. Um, if uh, um, you can go listen to that one, that has my wonderful girlfriend uh, on there with me. Yes, it does. She she was a, uh, a wonderful guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very proud. And um, actually, she had more to say than I did, so I just kind of let her run with it. So, yeah, she she was a natural. She was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think that's pretty much all we have planned right now. Eventually, we'll do like the Lord of the Rings stuff. Uh, but you know when all that's gonna happen. I know we started those. Um, and uh, yeah. Well, we that's we fun. have the three of us here, so I will remind you guys again. Uh, my schedule will definitely be freeing up a little bit more, which is good. Um, we whenever we're all around, can start hitting those uh, sci-fi movies. Getting some weird shit leading up to October. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah, man. Just maybe maybe I'll to watch and I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm going to a Halloween 45 con. Maybe I'll do a quick pause on that to let everyone know how that was. Look at you, nice. huh? Hey, that, hey maybe you can have one of us jump on there with you, and we can ask you questions like we do with John and them when they go to the trip. Yeah, that works. That's cool. I just I'd be more of a Josh thing because Josh will yeah. probably have the questions for you. Yeah, today I just bought a Halloween three poster. Hope while I get that signed by good old Tom Atkins. Nice. Tom Atkins is awesome in person. Uh That's I imagine imagine you will get to meet PJ Souls. She was an absolute sweetheart. You know, she's one of those ones that's she's like, I'm famous, but I'm not that famous. So I will definitely hang around and, you know, have drinks with you at the bar and talk to you. And like she was Sarah's best friend, so if you get a chance, definitely hang out with her. Yeah, they got like, geez, practically everyone at this thing. It's because it's the 45th anniversary. Very cool. So excited to see that. All right. Well, uh, this was a fun one. Yes, I will catch you guys soon. All right. Later, Skeeter. Peace. Great.